Mr. Craig. That bell was so loud in my ear holes. <laughs> well, you know what's loud is this message from this podcast. Ooh, tell me who it is. You know, uh, not only am I going to tell you who, but what and why. This is the number one episode every insurance sales agent needs to hear. That sounds Eric Brown. It's very important. Eric Brown. It's unreal. Eric Brown. It's now. Eric Brown. Or never. Eric Brown. Okay, go. Buckle up. It's the Insurance Dudes Podcast. Boom. There we are. We Eric, got it. That was almost that was almost like an OHIO opening, just so you know. So I was, I was super <laughs> proud. Yeah, I don't know about that. <laughs> Is this a three Pete? What for me? Yes. Uh, two uh two Pete. Two Pete? No. Has he three been on Pete. three? Yeah, because E B, you were on before Jason was here. Like one of the I OGs. Did. Yeah. Oh. All right. I think I did three episodes by myself and then Jason saw that it definitely needed to be. <laughs> I'm, I'm losing my mind in my old age. <laughs> yeah, you're our we first three like live on Facebook thing, and then yeah, three Pete, oh. first three Pete, and you were drinking coffee. I, I'm coffee. still drinking, still drinking coffee. It's a coffee dog. Is it because you drank a lot of that Blanton's that I see there in the background? It does. That slows me down. So then I gotta have the coffee <laughs> to pick me back tell, up. Tell <laughs> me about those bottles. I I don't know anything about that. Being a non-drinker. No. (laughs) (laughs) You know what? uh, Blanton's is a good, it's a good bourbon. It's smooth. Um, It's, uh, it's not the best, but it's, it's all about the chase because they're hard to get. And, uh, and so it's fun to try and get the bottles and each of the bottle tops has a horse in a different position of a race and different letters on it. So when, if you spell out the name Blanton's, you can uh, send them to them and they will give you a, a, a like display case for all your toppers and, Oh wow! So it looks yeah. like all the horses are racing against each other. Yeah, and then it, yeah, cool. it looks like a looks like the sequence of a horse's stride. Yep. I so. already have ideas for the for the cover art for this. <laughs> <laughs> it's uh, it is a total waste of money, but you know, hey, it's it's the thrill of the chase, I guess. <laughs> you got a little wet bar back there. Uh, it's more than a little wet bar. Yeah, it's it's ridiculous. Yeah. <laughs> I. Uh, um, yeah, that's, that's kind of my hobby is, is collecting some of these bourbons from around the country. So it's pretty fun. It keeps me busy. That's cool, man. I used to work at a whiskey bar right before I jumped on with, with the, uh, the, the company that I'm, I'm, I'm hawking. So right. before we dive in and we ask you what your first concert was, could you quickly in like a one paragraph, tell us what the difference is between bourbon and whiskey? Uh, it's the mash bill. Bourbon has to be a certain percentage of uh, corn instead of rye. Hmm. Yes. And there you have but it. Here, here's, the, here's, the, here's the rub. Um, the rub. Is that whiskey, <laughs> let's see, bourbon is a whiskey, mm-hmm. but whiskey is not a bourbon. Oh, correct. Yeah. Yep. So yep. say that like one more time. It's, it's like the square rectangle thing. You know, a, rec, uh, a square <laughs> is a rectangle, but a rectangle is not a square. There you have it. <laughs> <laughs> Dropping knowledge bombs. 
knowledge yeah. bombs. Or nuggets. <laughs> nuggets, not knowledge bombs. That might be Trace. Just, uh, make sure you send Buffalo Trace a, uh, a letter that we're going to need some royalties for this episode going on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. well, we'll create an affiliate link. So, yeah, there you uh, go. <laughs> so, so to the original question, which I think in any of the, the, the first two appearances of Eric Brown, there was no first question of who was your first concert? Ooh. Uh, first concert was actually the Beach Boys. How about oh, that? Oh, dang. There we yeah. go. Yeah, Somebody right? else you had that. Somebody and, else has had the Beach Boys. Yeah, and the encore was uh, was the uh, 409. You know, that real, she's real fine, my 409. Yeah. Yeah, that was their encore, <laughs> man. It was great. So Brian That's Wilson awesome. had his feet in the sand under the piano? Uh, no. It, well, I don't know. It was at an outdoor venue, though, so it was pretty nice. Yeah. I remember uh, sitting on the lawn in our on our you know big blankets with my parents, and yeah. So you may not have known this, but Brian Wilson had he had to have the sand brought. So there's actually a sand handler that would bring the sand and put it under his feet, so he had his feet in the sand. Yeah. See, I'm gonna remember. I that. A, some, I love, you know, maybe I, some, I love useless not uh, like trivia like that. Yeah. yeah. That's sweet. <laughs> so yeah, yeah. If you're ever on Family Feud, that could come up. It could, yeah, absolutely. I don't know. We <laughs> we have to get the Sandman on insurance dudes. Oh my God, yeah. What was your job? Well, I, I used to take the sand around all these concerts. Dude, that'd be so not bad. Not Brian Wilson, the sand guy. Yeah, just the, the sand, sand no. guy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so for for any of the listeners, there's a lot of new listeners. In fact, every week it seems to be going up. It's 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 quite something, uh, and we appreciate everybody that's listening especially those that subscribe and leave us a review. We really love them on iTunes. Love them. Love all them. the dudes but and dudettes. All of the ones. A, yeah. As long as it's a good review. Well, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Somebody I don't went care. I like the bad one. I, yeah, I some, honestly like it. I, one star. I, <laughs> all right. <laughs> we put up a video on YouTube, which you can also subscribe to. And somebody uh, gave us a thumb down. Ah. Yeah. And I, I said, you know what? We are doing well because we have a hater. Would it be the right. same person that may have deleted video too much, too soon? So, <sighs> just get myself in trouble. Oh, <laughs> Mr. Craig. That was Mr. Jason that said that. So, <laughs> yeah. anybody who doesn't know you or has been living under a rock, why don't, why don't you give a quick background, what you've done, um, why you're famous, and, and how you're helping people? Uh, yes. I'm, trust me, I'm not famous. I think people just like to hear me talk because <laughs> oh. of that. I say the F word a lot and it makes people laugh. <laughs> you did um, wear a pink, a pink suit. Yeah, right? My suit jackets are pretty baller. I got a snakeskin <laughs> one now for my next, uh, for my next event. Ooh, yeah, it's pretty sweet. Dang. Um, no, you know what? It, uh, it, it's weird. I think I have a unique story. Uh, you know, I, I, I didn't come from the insurance background or anything like that. I came from the military and law enforcement background. Um, was well, thank you for your service. Oh yeah, my pleasure. Mm. Absolutely. Um, I was injured in a car accident uh, while a police officer responding to a call. A drunk driver ran a red light, T-boned my cruiser, put me through the side of a building, uh, forced me <laughs> off on a medical retirement. So uh, I had a uh, an accident reconstruction company, which is is Crash Tech. I still have it. Um, and so you know, I got approached by one of the insurance carriers and said, you know, Hey, we, you know, we, we're a vendor of yours or a client of, of your reconstruction companies. And we like what you do. Any, uh, you know, any, any chance you'd want to come out and sell insurance? And I'm like, Nope, go pound salt. 
and uh, I avoided them and, you know, for probably, yeah, you know, for about a year I avoided them and they stalked me on LinkedIn and everything else and uh, eventually talked me into it. Uh, so I opened a, a scratch agency here in Ohio, um, built that up here over the last two years and uh, am currently looking to sell it. And, and you know, I, I, I tell you what, it's one of those things I've loved my journey in insurance and it taught me more about business branding and marketing than I ever could have learned in an entire lifetime doing anything else. Um, yeah. So I've taken all of those lessons, started to pour them into my reconstruction company, and now it is, it's just becoming a monster. Um, and, and so I've said, you know what, I think this is the, a good time to sell my agency, take the money that I make from that sale and sink it uh, even more so into the reconstruction company and, and just continue to blow it up. Yeah, that is awesome. So. And reconstruction company. So talk about um, how does that go hand in hand with insurance? Yeah, how? So, so interestingly <laughs> enough, um, so the, the reconstruction company is kind of on the backside of what you guys do all the time because we're the ones that are, are working with all of the claims uh, handlers. Mm -hmm. And so, uh, you know, if you get into a bad enough car accident or you end up killing somebody in your car, your insurance company is going to reach out to a reconstructionist to get an unbiased opinion of the crash. And we can figure out, you know, all the speeds just by your skid marks, the amount of crush damage to your car, um, all that kind of stuff. So we can calculate all those things. We put the accident back together. And then either if we were hired by the plaintiff side, we're the ones that will come in and sue you. Um, if we're working for your insurance company, then we'll come in and we will defend you. Uh -huh. um, so it, it's kind of fun that we get to work on that side of, of the accident uh, instead of being on the front end and the, the preemptive side of it. That's crazy. So what, what have you learned from doing that that you've taken back to your agency and vice versa? Um, a lot of agents fail to do their jobs. And <laughs> Oh, expand on that. Yeah. You just made so, everybody angry. Yeah. Well, <laughs> seriously, it, you know, and, and so it's, it's weird because since we're dealing with the lawsuits and since I see the devastation that these right. lawsuits cause in people's lives. And you're like, dad, got it, man. If this guy's agent would have just did his freaking job, yeah. uh, you know, all of this would have been avoided. Um, so uh, it's interesting because, you know, when you look at it and you start breaking it down and, and the, one of the biggest things that I, I talk to agents about is uh, taking this bias that we have when we talk to customers, right? And, and you really have three categories of customers. You have your young adults, people that are, are just coming into adulthood, maybe college goers, stuff like that. You yeah. have your, your like mid-aged, middle-aged adults, and then you have your elderly adults and starting to get into your senior citizens and retirement age Like people. me. Like yeah, me. like Craig. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, you know, and, and so it's weird because you look at this and as, as, our, as our staff out there, as our sales staff and even the agents themselves look at it, um, you start to, you got to pardon me because I'm at my home office. So people are going to walk in. You're going to see my wife probably walk in here on me in just a second. That's all good. Oh, she, she, she yell at you? Yeah. If, if, she, if she walks in here, you guys can yell at her and she can get some national attention. So well, she going to yell at you is the question. Oh, there she is. Hey. Not in, not in She's not oh, yelling Eric at you. Said, Gosh, it's different than my house. Eric said yeah. you'd be in your undies. <laughs> <laughs> I just got home from work. <laughs> <laughs> and she brought the dogs with her. That's, that's oh, the uh, that. only downside of working at home is people walk in. But, um, 
No, you know, and so we, what we're finding is that people take these, these biases, right? And, and who do we always see, and especially like the Geico's right now, right? Anybody here that's a captive agent and you've lost a customer to Geico, what does Geico always do, right? They talk to your customer and they're like, oh, you're a 22 year old kid. You just, you, you don't need this high coverage. You need state minimum, mm-hmm. right? And, yep. and people seem to believe it because they're like, you don't have any assets. But the problem is, is that if you break the numbers down and I can, I can do the math with you guys to show you, but you know, those, the, the younger adults and the elderly are actually the most at risk that need the higher limits than your, than your actual middle-aged adults. Sure. And, and so it, it's odd like that. It's backwards than what you would think. Um, but you know, the, the numbers are there to support it. Crazy. So, so it, expand on that more. Yeah. So let's, I mean, let's, let's take for an example. All right. Say, say you have an accident and you know, on your liability limits, you've got hundred thousand dollars in coverage, right? Which is pretty typical, hundred, 300. Hmm. Okay. Well, that hundred thousand is for any single injury caused in a crash. But what is, what has today's healthcare costs done? I mean, they've skyrocketed. Skyrocketed. Yeah. If you're talking that somebody gets transported from the accident scene to the hospital by ambulance, gets uh, checked in, God forbid, stays overnight, uh, gets a CAT scan, uh, an MRI, uh, EKG, all this other stuff in the ER, gets admitted, and, and God forbid they have surgery, 100,000 is gone already. And you haven't even started to touch the surface now of a lawsuit. Yeah. So, you know, we start to look at right now, the average lawsuits that we're seeing across the country are about $600,000. Is about average. Wow. Okay. And so... Like, Say that number again. I think it is, it's very important. That, yeah, that, about, that, about six, 600,000 is what we're seeing for serious injury or crazy. fatalities. 600,000. And that's yeah. not even if there's a the helicopter involved, right? No, that's just car to car. Or How car much is that helicopter car? ride? Right? <laughs> 150? Imagine that. Or, 120? You know, yeah, you know, and, and we're not even talking property damage. We're talking liability only. That's all we're talking about. Oh. And so... You know, think about like in these categories, let's, let's just take our, our young adult, for example, right? Okay. So I looked this up before we get on here, right? And, and I'm like, all right, so let's say they have a $600,000 lawsuit. Okay. Typically, what do you see a young adult, 22-year-old kid, 23-year-old kid, what, what's their insurance coverage that you typically see? 1530. Yeah, or 2550 in my case, because the, the, the East Coast states seem to be a little bit higher on, on state minimum, but state minimum. I thought that they were higher on the West Coast. I don't know. They're all, well, far west, I guess. Bad joke. Sorry. Yeah. yeah it's all good. <laughs> oh, hi. <laughs> so, yeah. What can you do? <laughs> oh, geez. But no, so let's, let's just say they got 25,000, right? Mm-hmm. If you got sued for 600,000, first thing we're going to do is take that 25 grand out off there. So you're left owing 575,000. Let's say this 20 some year old kid has $10,000 in savings and investments that his parents, you know, stocks and bonds, grandma, grandpa put aside for him, all that. We're going to deplete your entire savings account, all your investments. You're left yep. owing 565000 right? Yep. Parents bought you a $50,000 life insurance policy as a kid, right? We're going to force yep. you to cash that in and we'll take that fifty grand. So you still owe me 515000 Average salary for a 25-year-old in the United States right now is 45000 a year or 1700 to pay. Okay? Yep. Here's the we magic. Can, this is the part yeah, that nobody so, even thinks about. Yeah. So we can garnish up to 30% of your pay 
to repay that $515,000 that you owe me. So that takes you, once I garnished that, that 30%, you went from making $1,700 a pay to $1,200 a pay. And, at and that what if rate, I don't want to pay that? What if I don't? Then the courts will garnish it. Before it even hits your bank out. account, we'll just take it. What percentage and gets garnished that you've that? seen? What percentage gets garnished that you've Anywhere seen? between 20 and 30%. So it's, it's really rolling. You're rolling the dice. Yeah. And so think about this. Not though. the fun way. Not if, like in Vegas. If I'm, if I'm taking 30% of your pay and you're making 45,000 a year, it will take you 38 years to pay off this lawsuit. Dang. So if you got sued when you're 25, you're going to be paying on it till you're 63 years old. And while you're being, while your wages are being garnished and you have an active lawsuit against you, yep. you can't, you cannot save invest, buy a house, file bankruptcy, any extra money that you have has to go to towards your lawsuit. So you can't even but you know what, Eric? I'm a really good driver. I'm not going to get in an accident. You know what? Look at every accident that you've seen on the side of the road. Did either of those drivers wake up today and say, you know what? I'm getting in an accident today. They're, but I'm really a good driver. <laughs> they weren't. <laughs> right. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, so, so, so it's crazy, you know, and, uh, and you, you can, you can run that same model out for a middle-aged adult. The only difference is a middle-aged adult, you can sell your house. Right. So, you know what I mean? For the positive equity and you could probably get that down to maybe only owing a hundred thousand, you're going to have a higher paying job. So you can get that lawsuit paid off a little bit quicker, mm -hmm. but like look at an elderly uh, adult, right? I mean, man, if they're on social security and they only have that 2550, you know, we're going to take your entire savings, retirement, investments, all that same stuff's going to go. We're going to take your life insurance policy. Imagine if you're a 70 year old, 65 year old, and I take your life insurance, you ever going to get another life policy? Not for what you were paying. Nope. You know, but we're going to take that. We're going to force you to sell your house, force you to sell off all of your assets at an auction, take all that money, and you're still going to end owing for the rest of your life. And, and yeah, we some states you can garnish social security under certain uh, circumstances and it's really hard to do, but you can. Um, but other, if, if you, if we don't garnish the social security, you at least still have to pay that restitution. So yeah, you may get your full social security check, but you have a bill every month for $700 from the government that you got to pay from your social security. And all you had to do was skip Denny's once a month. Yeah. Good old Denny's. I mean, that's hard to do. I mean, imagine yeah. giving up a big slam, you know, every, <laughs> right. every month. I mean, like that's asking a lot. That is right. right. Well, the slams are, are slamming. That's for sure. Yeah. <laughs> or heaven forbid you don't go to Starbucks and you make a coffee at home. <laughs> right. Right. Instead right. of paying well, six bucks for your coffee. Gonna, it's my Starbucks K cup, but those K cups are expensive. I tell you. Dude, I just dollar fifty. I just got an espresso machine. Have you ever have you ever seen those? That's what I have. The espresso don't, don't one? Yeah. I, just, I mean, I, I normally I don't go down that aisle because I don't make that much money yet. So like I avoid that aisle. <laughs> it, uh, the espresso. Yeah, those, those pods are like you, seventy cents. Life changing. <laughs> but you can get them off uh, Amazon. They're they're pretty decent. Yeah. Oh, yep. there you go. Yeah. We'll put a link to uh, our affiliate link for Nespresso, Nespresso. pods. Nespresso <laughs> and uh, and Buffalo Trace. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, Please see our sponsors at the end of the show. <laughs> <laughs> so that, yeah. that's, that's crazy. And those, those numbers are real. And I think that the, I think that the hardest thing for 
us to do as agents is to train our agents, especially when they're younger, that this can really happen in the payouts of being 600,000. Yeah. Like that's a crazy number for, I think somebody in their twenties to understand that this is actually yeah. happening. Yeah. Well, but, so if, if you teach your staff to, to at least kind of break down these numbers, maybe sure. not in such depth, but to at least have this conversation during the liability conversation, um, it, you know, it becomes very real, especially when I tell you that, dude, if you had this accident today, you're going to be paying on this for 38 years to pay this off. Like that's, that's, crazy. that's crazy. That blows your mind to think, man, for thir- longer than you've been on this planet, you're going to be paying this lawsuit off. Yeah. Share this, share this video with your, like, we'll put it out the video on YouTube, share with your LSPs because this is real. Like how many, how many people have, uh, have you dealt with that you personally saw pay out those kind of numbers? So typically, uh, I mean, you figure this is, it it goes on enough that how many personal injury attorneys are there in the United States that are making a living off of suing people? Right. Right. And then not only them, but then the reconstructionists, the doctors, the everybody else that are all in this field um, that all make this our full time job. And I mean, we do just here in Ohio, we do about 150 to 200 cases in Ohio per year. And and there's five of our companies here in the state. Yeah. Just just me. So there's five of us in the state of Ohio. And so, I mean, you figure just in Ohio, that's a thousand cases a year. You're armed with stats, and, and, and this one you may not have looked up, but I am curious, how many accidents in the state of Ohio a year? Um, serious injury and fatals? Just, just let's say, accidents in general. Uh, I want to say I, I thought our last number was 100, 117,000 injury accidents, I think. 117,000 wow. injury accidents in one year, and you're in Ohio. What's the population of Ohio? Mm, I think we're at what, like – couple million yeah we're at a couple million okay Nothing crazy so though. then so take california who yeah. has what 40 million mm-hmm. yeah okay 40 million people and you just said it's it's about 10 percent yeah That's i can't even do that math four so there's four million was it five percent his math Something like that well Something somewhere like let's say five to ten percent let's be conservative five percent so there are 2 million injury accidents in California, which actually it's likely higher because let's all, let's be, let's be real. Everybody's going 90 miles an hour in California. So, and, (laughs) and the pot is legal. So, you know, there's some other contributing factors there. The pot is legal. And so, you know, you've got a very high likelihood of this kind of thing happening to you. Well, here, and so in California, just last oh, except maybe year, there's no attorneys in California. Are there? There's no attorneys in California. I don't think no. so. Uh, no, no. <laughs> uh, in California, last last year there was thir- there was more than thirty two thousand fatalities from car accidents. Wow. So that That's doesn't crazy. even include just injuries, just the thirty two thousand deaths. But there's no toilet paper at Costco because of the coronavirus. Right. Yeah. I mean, but seriously, but that's that's just it. I mean, think about how many people freak out about the flu and coronavirus and all this stuff. And you've got more more deaths in California from a car accident in one year than the entire United States for the flu or the coronavirus. But yeah, preventative- everybody's everybody'll spend that money. Right to to yeah, come run out and buy five thirty packs of toilet paper for one hundred and fifty dollars <laughs> instead of paying ten dollars more 
to right. have the right amount of coverage or 20 bucks a month for an umbrella that takes you to a million. I mean, it's insanity. Yeah. It is. Yeah. And that's it. And that's it is I think a lot of, uh, I think a lot of insurance people are afraid to have this conversation with somebody, yeah. but it's a conversation that you have to have and, and it has to be very real. You know what I mean? Like you yep. can't just be right. like, ah, oh, blah, blah, blah. And just sugar. I mean, this has to be a real conversation with people of, look, this is insane that you're willing to risk your entire life over 20 bucks a month. Dude, uh, Jason, I mean, not, not to take us out of character here, but, but literally we should have Envy cut this part out so that agents across the country could share this to, right. for their staff, put it on their Facebook, because this is why we're valuable, right? The, we, we, somebody wanted to switch to us because of Root, because it was, they had root, which, you know, I mean, it's, it's not even a call center. It's a freaking app, you know? Mm -hmm. So, so at, I mean, there's so much value to us in recommending the right stuff because I'm, I, if, if, the, if, if people didn't show up with 1530 or 2550, then we would know that they're making the right decisions right? That they can buy it themselves. They have an understanding of how important this is, yet they continue on the daily lead after lead after lead that we buy to have state minimum. Right. Right. With, and they have no idea the ramifications or the likelihood that they could be on the losing side of that deal. And, I, and you know, even on that, when they, you know, people think about, Anytime they call in and they say, you know what, I got a better deal from Geico or, or you know, I got mm. a better deal from Root or, or Lemonade uh, or, or Hippo uh, or all these other carriers that are popping up. You know, two, two questions that have to be asked is one, okay, I understand you got a better rate. What are your limits that they're giving you? And go through those limits. And then two, what's the power that this company has to represent you in court? Yes. And, and that becomes a, a, a significant factor right is you know you think about some of these bigger carriers um you know let's you know look at, at state farm or, or nationwide even for example right i mean state farm i think is still the number one auto insurer i, I believe in the world aren't they or they've made some good decisions yeah you know and so you know if, if you look at that what's their ability to retain the best attorneys out there to represent you because Unlimited. they don't want to cut you know, they don't want to cut a million dollar check or a million and a half dollar check. And, right. and that's the other thing too, that you got to realize is if, if all the insurance company has on the line for you is $25,000 and they're out and you owe the rest, what are the chances that they're going to come defend you in court? Or are they just going to pay the $25,000 check and be done? Yeah. They're going to be like, boom, here's your check, Mr. You know, Mr. Injured guy, here's 25 grand. See, uh, oh, sorry, insured. And by the way, we're dropping you because you killed somebody with your car. And let me take it one right. piece further. I think this is also very important. Not all coverage limits are created the same. You mm -hmm. could have, you mentioned one company over on this side that is known as a, as a cheapo, right? You, you could have them with a hundred, 300, and then you could have the other number one company over on this side with 100, 300. Where are they going to spend their attorney money? Are they going right. to spend their attorney money to not pay you because their costs are so low or are they going to spend their money to protect you yep. and i think that's a very very important distinction I yeah mean, we've had a number of people i mean my my sales manager myself have had interactions with that lizard 
and where they're spending the money to not pay us instead yeah, right. of just paying, right? Yeah. And yep. I mean, it wasn't even big, 50,000. My kids talked about a million times. My kids were in, a, in an injury accident, both injured. My son was at the hospital overnight. It was $50,000. It's been three years. Yeah. And that bill has not been paid. Yep, I know, it's crazy. It's there's, crazy. Oh, there's my youngest daughter. <laughs> Hi. Hey. <laughs> she has got home from school. Oh, cool. You're on the World Famous Insurance Dudes podcast. <laughs> World oh, Famous. That made her run. <laughs> right. Yeah, we're on every, we've, been, we've been listened to on every continent. That's crazy. See, look, my, my, my daughter's now famous worldwide. <laughs> yep. <laughs> and, um, you know, and, and so, Craig, actually, so to your point, right, of think about how many customers that you guys have that say that of, I'm a safe driver, right? That would mm. never happen to me. I'm a safe driver. Okay. <laughs> right. Right. Well, and, and we hear that all the time, right? All and the so time. It, it, that always makes me think, and this is a, a great story to share with your staff. So one of the very first cases I ever got on the reconstruction side, right, was a lady, she's a 65 year old widow, her husband had passed away and his truck was still sitting out in her driveway. So she had insurance on it. Mm -hmm. um, and she's a safe driver. Right. So she, she had a uh, hundred, 300,000 on that truck. Her neighbor comes over and, and he's a, he's a younger kid. He's 20 years old. So he comes over and says, Hey, I need to run down pay paycheck for work. She's borrow your truck. Like, yep, absolutely. So he's a cruising truck that is 200 feet away from him, pulls out of a driveway directly into his path. And he underrides the back of that dump truck dump bed comes through the canopy of oh. the pickup truck and kills him right well what happened is he slammed on his brakes to try and avoid the dump truck and when he did that the brake lines on the truck popped okay because it was oh. an older truck and it had been it had been sitting and they were dry rotted so the owner of the truck the female ends up getting sued for his death she wasn't even in the car she wasn't even driving and she got sued that was a six hundred thousand dollar lawsuit holy crap Dang. That is crazy. So when people are like, oh, I'm a safe driver. Yeah, you may be. But what happens when your car is involved in an accident and you're not even in it? Right. Yep. So crazy. Yeah. I mean, there's so many scenarios. You could play out so many different scenarios with that. I mean, how many times we always hear it too when somebody's driving on the freeway and a chair's flying at them off mm -hmm. of somebody's car. Yep. And it's like, was that collision? It's like, yeah, you collided with it. Well, you could have swerved and hit somebody else. Like, th so the only option was to get in an accident in which it was your fault regardless, because yep. you know what I mean? It's yeah. like, you could be the greatest driver in the world, but did I, I was on the freeway right here in Tucson driving to my other office going significantly faster probably than I should have been. <laughs> and, and something, this like piece of wood, it was like two, two by, like I could see it. Like it was two, two by fours that were like nailed together in, in oh, a square. Damn. It looked like a, about the size of a Rubik's cube, maybe a little bit bigger. And it's, it came off something and it was going fast and I was going fast, but it's bounce, bounce. And it's coming straight at my windshield. And I mean, you're just like, what? Ah! And, and I, was in, I was in the Tesla, which is heavy, 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 right? 
and I, I like jerked. Like I just, I, I don't know what happened. You like, like reptilian brain took over. Right. Yeah. yeah. I swerved if I was in a, and nothing, I mean, it's just cause it's so stable, right? That, that car is so stable has such big wheels, you know, nothing happened. I didn't swerve. I was lucky and, and it, it barely missed. But if I was in a Hyundai or some smaller little car, I flip, I mean, that thing oh, would have yeah. flipped. Like, cause it, it just is, it doesn't have the stability. And it was like, you know, I pulled over and I was like, holy crap. You know, like just out of nowhere. That's and crazy. I was, I was paying attention. What if, what if I'd been looking at, if I had been looking at the radio would have hit the windshield, then no, who knows what the hell I would have done. You know, you know that's, that's some final destination stuff. So Jason, don't be walking with Craig near any construction sites. <laughs> you know, <Yeah>. steel <laughs> beams are going to start falling that, on that was it. That's when it was supposed to happen. <laughs> yeah. Now you got to have a baby, you know, because the only like making life is the only thing that beats cheating death. <laughs> no baby. No baby. <laughs> Done. But, uh, yeah, I, I mean, so, and, and yeah, so you guys are 100% right there. There's a million scenarios out there um, that we deal with every day. And, and it's, it's just, it, oh my God, it's crazy. And, um, you know, so for instance, and even if nothing else, if, you know, if anybody that watches this takes anything away, even if you can't bump up proper uh, personal injury in your liability, bump up property damage. Yep. What does it hurt? What does it hurt to, to max out property damage to 500,000 or, or whatever? I mean, every agent is saying loss ratio right now. Yeah. <laughs> right. But, but you know what, but at the end of the day, and so here, you know, this, this past winter. And, and so Craig here in, in some of the other States, we get this stuff called snow, right? It's like <laughs> I don't know white what powder that is. Yeah. It falls from the sky. It's slippery. Um, Cold. So, yeah. <laughs> Weird. I don't know. Right. So uh, driving, driving up uh, 75 up into Michigan, we had a, a 75 car pile up, killed four people uh, involved. Uh, I think I had six or seven tractor trailers, you know, and all these cars and all the insurance companies hire all these reconstructionists and they sit us all down and they're like, we want you guys to go through everything and find the first car that caused this entire chain of event. They're the ones responsible. How much property damage is done in that big pileup? Probably more than 50 grand. Yeah. More than 10K? Yeah. yeah. I mean, I'm guessing, Five. you know? Yeah. So, I mean, it's just, it's crazy and, and things people don't think about. And so, you know, and, and then another kind of crazy example was somebody had a, a utility pole, sheared the utility pole and it caused a power surge into the, into the substation. So into that substation, and then uh, it, this was just outside of Cleveland. So they had 20,000 homes lose power. And all these homeowners are calling in saying, you know, all my food's going bad in my refrigerator and stuff. That all goes on your car insurance. Oh How much God. does it cost to replace the food contents of 20,000 homeowners? Perhaps wow. more than 10,000. You know what I mean? Perhaps. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, well, it's yeah. crazy. And it's, you know, all these things that people don't think about, yep. but they happen every day. I mean, uh, enough so that it keeps not only all the insurance companies employed, but the attorneys, us, you know, and all these other people out there. Yeah. That's and insane. In, that, in, in the case that, that we have this, you know, the, the, the lizard thing, it was their, their coverages were 250, 510. Yeah, I see that all I the have time. People writing garbage policies that like, and it doesn't even cost anything different. But the but just the idea that the public doesn't know about these things, then that's our job. That's our producers' jobs to have that conversation so that doesn't happen, right? Yeah, and 
Well, I mean, we always say in our agency that you like raise the property damage. We, we have a kind of a threshold to where it's like, you got to raise the bodily injury too, but we have that conversation where it's like, why would you cover all these cars and not cover them? Like if they're injured, they need to be, they, or if they injured the other party, they need to be covered for these crazy devastating $600,000 claims. You know what I mean? Like you, you, and it goes back to doing the best interest of the person rather than the price. Like you got to, and I, we have this conversation all the time. You cannot think, if you think about price, you're completely like, no doctor thinks about price. You don't go in and say, oh, my, my guts are hurting and all this stuff. Like, and he comes out and he says, well, the cheapest rate I can give you for, you know, you <laughs> right. know what I mean? It's like, what? no, it's like not, prescribe me what not. I need. Well, let me get you a a value plan for treating you. (laughs) 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 Right. And, and that's the problem I think is, is people are afraid to come off as, as uh, expensive. And And I'm like, you're not coming off as expensive. When you have these good conversations with people, you're coming off as professional. Right. You know what I mean? And there's, there's a lot to be said about that. And so, you know, you can, you can be expensive and especially some of the captive agents, you have the power of having your brand behind you that are very premium brands. So you have a reason and inherent value just by your brand to right. be more. Right. You know what I mean? and, and people don't understand that as you, people already come into the conversation expecting that you're going to be more because you're one of these premium brands and that's yeah, right. okay. So, you know, what I've always told people whenever I talk to a sales agent, and, and I think this is kind of a good rule of thumb, is by the time that a quote is wrapping up, you want the customer on the other end of the line to be scared of the price. And if, they, if you actually get them to ask you like, oh man, what's this going to cost me? Then you've done your job right. Because then when you give them the price and you're like, oh, well, it's only $10 more than you're paying now right? Because the reason they're saying that, the reason they're thinking it's going to be so expensive is because you built so much value. Yep. Right. They now, I mean, so they now have the perception that there's value there, right? And yeah. Price right. Is, and, is, is you know, and the easiest, the easiest way to explain that is go to a car dealership and, and, you know, if you walk in and you're like, man, I'm looking, even let's say you, you go in looking for a Toyota Camry and they show you the base model one. I don't know if they still even have cranked windows and just AC and stuff like that. But then the dealer's like, but let me show you this car that has heated seats, heated steering wheel, ventilated seats, power, everything, cruise control, blah, 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 blah. And you're like, oh, dang, this is going to be expensive. But he's like, you know what? But the price difference is only $10 more a month. Aren't you like, oh, shit. Yeah, like, no brainer. yeah. Totally. yeah it's a no brainer. I get so much more car for only $10 more a month than what I'm currently paying. You're already yep. spending 18 grand. Why not spend an extra 10 bucks? You know? Right, exactly. And, yeah. and that's the, uh, that's it. That's the only game to play. If you're playing yeah. the other game, you're losing. I mean, that's just it. Yeah. yeah. And, and so, you know, and that's it is, is, is do the jobs. And, and, you know, I've always, I've threatened this when I've come out to agencies and, and agents will bring me out to talk to their sales staff. And I've, I've often said that when I go into court and somebody's being sued, one of your clients is being sued. And they're on the hook and they're going to lose everything. They're going to lose their house, their cars, savings, retirement, wage garnishment, college funds. Everything's wiped out. That devastation that they have in their eyes and everything, I'm going to subpoena you to court. If nothing else, just to sit in the, in the audience and have to look your client in the face when they're going Ooh. through all that and say, that's because you didn't do your job. 
Mm. That's what, it's not the client's fault. It's because you didn't do your job. Right. The clients, your, that's your fault. Yep. The client's only doing what they're taught to do from all the, from all the marketing, right? Which is, yeah. oh, I just need the cheapest thing and I need to do it real fast because I'm in a hurry and I hate yep. insurance. And yeah. it's our job to help unwind that. You know, we were talking about it on our EverQuote webinar right before. Um, Jason's like king at meeting them where they are, right? Yes. Oh, yeah. We're going to find you the best deal. Like you, you align with them at the beginning with their yeah. incorrect yeah, thinking. Because you can't, I mean, you can't say, no, you have to do it this way. No, you have to earn the right to get them to think that way. But, you know, yeah. align and then push through and, and then you get there. But it is our responsibility. Yeah, hundred percent. And you know, and, and that's it is when they're, when they're sitting in the, in that, in that box, man, getting sued and losing everything. If you didn't do your job, you know, that's, that's yep. on you. If a doctor doesn't do his job and, and you die, look how hard they take it. You know what I mean? Man, it busts them up. They're like, dang, I, I messed up and this guy dies. Same thing for an insurance yeah. agent. You messed up and this person lost everything. Yep. That's I crazy. love what, I love what you said. Uh, they should be scared to hear the price, build the value yeah. so much that they should be scared because your price is going to be so expensive. And scared for some reason, you know? Yeah. 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 And, and I've always, so I always told my staff that is I'm like, if, if the customer asks you, as you're wrapping everything up and you're kind of just doing your recap and you're getting that yes momentum going, if the customer stops you and says, man, I'm, I'm almost afraid to ask you what this is going to cost. Just, just tell them, be like, you know what? Just get your credit card out. Cause you're about to buy insurance. Because you, at that point, you've got them because they're on the hook, you know, because they see the value. They understand it. You can, you know, my, my business partner with, um, with Agency Vault talks about it all the time. You're, you're raising the bar of what's at stake, right? If you don't raise yeah. the bar and create that, it's not fear mongering. It's just like it's reality. If you right. don't paint the picture of the true reality of what's at risk and raise the bar of what's at stake, then you aren't doing your job because they yeah. don't want to be here. We're worse than the dentist, all these things, right? They, the, <laughs> but we can, we are one of the most important people and the, our producers, not really us, the, the, our producers are the most important people that they can meet with to protect everything that they have. A freaking app is not going to do that. Right. Yeah. And, and, you know, realistically, I mean, that, and that's it. The most important thing that you get that, that you guys have and that your sales producers have, and if, if you're a sales producer watching this, the most valuable thing that you have is your advice. That advice carries so much value, like mm -hmm. unbelievable amount of value. So when people are like, oh gosh, you know, I don't see why, you know, we're this much more. We don't, you know, yeah, I mean, yeah, we're getting a little bit better limits, but just alone, even if limit for limit and, and we never quote uh, apples to apples ever because you can't. Mm -mm. No right? such and, thing. And so, so FYI, that's, that's the other little thing I'm going to give you. Is if somebody ever tells you or asks you, ah, you know what? I understand all this. I just want an apples to apples quote. I literally tell them it's impossible for me to give you one because also, well, my, my company uh, can't write a policy as bad as the policy you currently have. Right. Right. <laughs> you know, and that's, that's the truth of it because there, you know, one, like, like Craig said, there's things Hashtag. that not every policy is written the same. Um, not every coverage is the same. And so, right. you know, a lot of the coverages that, that your company has and stuff like that are gonna be better than, than anything that the, uh, the competition has to offer. And there's things in these policies that somebody else doesn't even offer. So it is, it's right. impossible for me to write a policy as bad as the policy you currently have. So I can't quote you apples to apple. I just physically right. can't. 
It's interesting yep. that nobody or many folks don't realize like this thing has the same numbers. This thing has the same numbers. This one costs half as much. There has to be a reason. But they get it in everything else in their lives. Consumers get it, right? Yep. BMW and Kia both get you down the road. Yeah. Right. They both have engines yep. and four tires and doors, you know, Samsung and, and insignia from Best Buy. They both show t pictures on your TV. Right. I mean, they're both the same size. Like, People get it in every other aspect of their life, except insurance. And that becomes your, your job as the, as the insurance agent, as the professional, is to show them what that is. And, and by having these conversations, understanding, like I said, you know, what, what my company does on the back end of it to, to not only support you guys or, God forbid, to, to square off against you when, when our victims are the ones that are hurt. Um, you know, but that's your job to, to know this stuff of what's going on and be able to educate the, the client on it. Yep. Mike, man. Awesome. <laughs> so out of curiosity, if, if a, you had a new agent coming into this, this world, it's going to jump in crazy enough to do this. What is the one piece of advice that you would give to them besides listening to the insurance dudes and giving it, subscribing and liking it? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, you know what, in all honesty, the, the biggest piece of advice I could give somebody is you are responsible for people's livelihoods. That is a, one of the biggest responsibilities you have because not only are you just responsible for their house and their car and, and stuff like that, but think about that. Think about how devastating that would be. You are responsible, if I'm your client, for my ability to provide a living for my family and my kids. And if you mess up, I lose all that. And, and like I said before, that's on you because I don't know, I'm a dumb, I'm a dumb consumer. So you have to be the professional. Don't be afraid to be the professional. Don't be afraid to take your job seriously and personally and, and just do the best you can for every customer you talk to and whether they buy or not, let them leave them better off. And if that's just with advice, then that's, then that's just with advice, but do the best you can and leave every client better off. And with your experience in your agency, the agents, your sales producers that follow that, are they the highest in sales or lowest? Yeah, they're absolutely the highest. They, they will always write more business. And, and not only just from the customers that they get, but then those customers also will send them the referrals. Because when you take it very personally and, and you go through things very professionally, those clients that you're helping will always be the ones that are going to send their friends and family to you. They're going to be like, it. man, this guy did so good. He took so good care of me. He explained things to me. Nobody else did, you know, everything else. That's it. Yep. Well, thank you so much, Mr. EB for your three Pete. Yeah. The, inc the incredible value. <laughs> Dude, you're always willing to help out agents and that's so awesome, man. So. Yep. Absolutely. I think, yeah. I, oh. I think that this will be the, this will be the episode to train all of our, um, sales agents on for all everybody out there. Yeah, there you go. And if you guys ever need, uh, ever need some stories or to talk, uh, some strategy of why certain coverages are important, it, you know, for anybody reach out to me, uh, friend me on Facebook, shoot me a message or an email or whatever. Um, always, ha always happy to talk to people, staff and explain to them like why these, why these coverages are important, what they do. I mean, they're just, they're more than just numbers on a piece of paper. 
Um, there are those of us out there that rely on the job that you guys do in order to, to set us up to succeed in court and to be able to protect your guys' clients. Hey, you've got to check out the Insurance Dudes Inner Circle coming soon where you get extended interviews as well as live coffee talks in our private Facebook group. Join the mailing list today at theinsurancedudespodcast.com. Hey, thanks for checking out the Insurance Dudes. Hey, please subscribe. We got some really great stuff coming out.